before we begin today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the ihp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership part two of our lovely conversation i was happy to be able and stop us at a certain point and to be able and start with part two i will try to do this more moving forward just because i don't really like uh separating you and kind of leaving you hanging i know some people tune in randomly which is fine but it would be ideal for me to be able and do this so we'll we'll try i don't promise anything but i'll try we were talking about 4d right so we have just finished reviewing the karmic bonds and how important it is for you to start remembering to one disengage from titles as good or bad to remember that your inner well-being is of the utmost importance and that you're human like any other person so we all have ego self soulmate karmic bond twin flame doesn't matter what you want to label it we are one big energy we're one consciousness when you are achieving a 5d state of consciousness you know this so the 4d it is where heaven and hell reside as i was saying all religions from the highest vibration of heaven and hell to the lowest vibration it is multiple levels people have mental constructs of some kind and they all have a specific energetic parameter that plays out in their own unique way 
and this doesn't reflect the actual truth of our eternal and infinite nature oneness consciousness is 5d five dimension state of consciousness is you knowing that energy is energy and it is you being able to acknowledge spirituality and science together Sadhguru talks many times about aspects of science neuroscience i heard him talk cosmic energy now he has evolved like any one of us even i if you tune in to way back when when you take the inner growth program if you take it or even if you take the free main modules you will find that i have a different way of expressing concepts which is a very positive thing because that will give those people a foundation who will want to apply their own inner growth mindset something to work with that i'd say most people can use because it's something that is a process to be able and stop blaming the outside world when you feel that you are alone okay and before we keep moving forward let me look a minute at the uh, inner growth word of the day or thought of the day that i had for you're not alone and we'll start integrating this one in case it's only two parts i want you to hear this so that feeling that you are all alone and those challenges you face as you look to reach that happy medium with your heart and life is something that many others feel this is confirmed it's our mammalian heritage guys our attachment defensive state we want to belong because we would get kicked out of the tribe and starved to death fyi i'm sure you you recall various conversations you have had with others on the topic and how they understood exactly what you meant with that feeling alone so where you've talked to people about feeling all alone and even though you are not alone it doesn't mean that those moments get any easier but what you can learn from those moments and actually use to pursue your inner growth is turn to your heart to your belief in you and what you stand for and to look at what insecurities are left for you to work through so that you can move forward with your goals plans desires with full conviction of them because you have full faith in you and your heart's purpose now you guys can tell even though i didn't have the full-blown consciousness that's why definitely there was the deep knowing of the heart as the seat of our infinite intelligence it's the place where love is always present the minute you're always loving with everyone is the minute you feel it most people aren't there they began to be one children who would were growing up with thoughts right that justified being treated certain ways when you felt shame guilt or embarrassment and those second layers blaming yourself the embarrassment can be acknowledged and then you remove the shame guilt or blame and by remove i mean there's the metro <laughs> by remove i mean that you they confirmed they said yeah right on uh by remove i mean that's the third time to be able and be in your prefrontal cortex and to be able and neutrally 
have a look at what's going on it's like that simple exercise that one of the psychologists gives people to do list all the things you tell yourself every day and most people by the end of the week they realize they're being kind of silly and unfair to themselves this is where labeling any individual whether it be as a soulmate or not a soulmate isn't going to support your inner growth because you are identifying and really you're focusing on the outside versus focusing on how you're feeling in the moment and there's the element of being able to move beyond your mental construct so 4d experiencing heaven or hell and it being something that doesn't reflect our eternal and infinite nature is because there's duality in that metaphysics as a terrorism anything that says there's a good or bad side is duality it is not oneness consciousness which is also why it is not unconditional love which is also why it is not of the functional adult to be a functional adult you're in your ventral vagal state and that means you're using your prefrontal cortex you're not locked into your temporal junction thinking that you're right or wrong and fusing with suffering so you're able to navigate your physiological cerebral and here's the part brain when the lady tara tells us how biologically speaking physically and we've learned this before you are not able to tap into your advanced part of the brain when you're in a place of being in shame or criticizing yourself this is because of the inability and really it's not inability it's that you are already defending yourself based on a default network that you established as a 10 12 month child and then that you kept building upon of course because this is where we all have a brain so we all began thinking about why things were happening now if you were able to leave room for your own heart that seat of consciousness things look very different so a 5d person anybody who's tuning in who's already in this 5d state of consciousness it means that you don't have feelings of shame guilt or personal badness that you are able to always uh, speak when your emotions are coming up or apologize after, right? You're able to know that you're not alone in feeling the way you feel. Everybody has an ego. Everybody thinks they're giving it all. Everybody thinks about how those relationships went when they began growing up difference is the 5d person once they became a teenager at the very least that age or young adult begin to grow their isness and the compassion for humanity and to disengage from what they were taught in duality the person who's tuning in who is instead in a 4d it means you do think that some people and i'm not saying it, i do not believe this in any way shape or form never have never will but some people they speak it to me they think people deserve to go to hell or heaven if that is something that is a belief it's yours everybody has a right to have it that's a 4d station this is not a 5d station because that's not actually recognizing the truth of our eternal and infinite nature now it's understandable that that is a quote-unquote for some people tough pill to swallow 
it ain't tough and it ain't a pill it is actually an adaptive child emotion response because the functional adult knows that every human being on the face of this planet is imperfect that every human being on the face of this planet has a story that you know nothing about and that every human being on the face of this planet has a nervous system and a brain that develops and here's where i love all pieces of neuroscience psychiatry because they are explaining that a person who is in an unkind behavior is in a threat or life-threatening situation they are not justifying it they're explaining that beneath the behavior is something else and whatever that behavior is it is a safety behavior now it may not be working well for them we know that but in their mind in their body this is what kept them alive as a child in their household and i am sharing this with you guys for anyone who may be still giving themselves crap yourself crap about some type of behavior that you should instead stop blaming shaming and guilting because you're not going to help yourself to actually move forward and to grow and to then share your beautiful personality with other people and there's no need for you to be here because obviously if you're tuning in one you're not in jail and if anybody tuning in is in jail i send you my love and i hope that you can get back out there and become a part of society because no human being is in the absence of trauma and every human being has compassion from a person and the people who do really understand this that they're not in 4d or 3d there is no evil medieval there is a human being always and situations that are bigger than what we can know in any given moment so just in the um in case there's any new listeners i do want to read tara for you guys a little bit okay so most people agree that self-acceptance is a good idea until they encounter something that feels totally unforgivable then they ask me what if i really hurt someone what if i'm still hurting someone how do i forgive myself how do i accept myself so she goes on to say that how you forgive yourself when you hurt others it's um something that has feelings with shame guilt and or personal badness obviously and then she asked them have these feelings helped you to become a better person or does your self-hatred help to make you less angry question mark these are both aspects she's trying to point out they're not helping you to do anything different and i will add and if you have any people that you want to make amends with that you feel you hurt you always have a way to do that doesn't mean they'll accept you that's not why you're reaching out you're reaching out because you want to make it right right and from that moment forth you know from the consciousness that aspect is very important for anybody again who's tuning in because the minute you've done that is the minute you've truly done something you know was right and here's where you're already starting to choose so based on this what did you learn right what are you not going to do again unconditional love towards yourself and others with imperfections is very important people think it's not a big deal to do something that's not right it very much is those who regularly tune in know the story there were there are people that i'm very connected to there were at least uh, i don't even remember how many years that i continued praying and praying and sending a very specific message of harmony to the ethers to the realm and at a certain point 
I think it was after I got specific uh, one of those chain like visits things that happened so it was with the archangels and then I finally got the good news that something had taken place so I knew that in this instant obviously nobody can prove it right but I felt that that specific uh, prayer that I did and what happened because it happened shortly after allowed things to move forward let's just put it that way allowed the energy that was still there to be finally resolved and everything to keep moving in a space of love and now fast forward to i don't know how many years after i am actually building and growing a relationship with one of the individuals which is further proof of this amazing aspect that happens when you're in a 5d state of consciousness with the people around you obviously this is where for some when i shared them with them the story they they think still in duality they think with an ego self that is in a 4d which means they think that some people don't deserve forgiveness and that's where this is not that platform it's a limiting belief it's in a 4d four dimension mindset it's a place that i'm sure everyone is gonna go through if you will but this is not where you're gonna keep it right we're gonna learn so you want to be in a 5d state of consciousness or do you want to stay in a 4d do you want to embrace the truth which is we are eternal and infinite we are consciousness that truth that spirituality that Sadhguru talks about every person is spiritual just some people claim the mantle as he points out and those would be those 4d people claiming to be 5d but spirituality essentially means that instead you have strived to make your experience of life beyond the realm of the physical that you go beyond the physical means that you are a seeker not a believer the believer is the person who has belief which means they're concretizing their own assumptions about life and beyond the person who wants to label somebody as good or bad they are concretizing their assumptions of another human being now back to tara and what she has to say is it tara or tamara no not tamara definitely tara brock e-r-a-c-h she is the author of radical acceptance and her program is still available i ended up seeing it's actually three payments of 166 so i wasn't able to get it for now but if any one of you wants that's a mindfulness she integrates mindfulness so she asks her people her clients does your self-hatred make you help you make help make you any less angry and then she says when you've turned on yourself for how you treat others does it lead you to co-compassion or to become excuse me compassionate or something like that to treat others better she's pointing out none of this self-hatred is going to help a person to become or do something different when the judge is filled with anger hatred or shame the effects can make you feel very small and when we feel bad about ourselves we're even less connected with our hearts and creativity with our inner resources because guys you're not in your ventral vagal state you're not connected to your prefrontal cortex we're going to read what jennifer sweeten psychology doctorate remember her she's the one who talked to us about how to work with a traumatized brain and so that is where you want to remember she's going to spell out 
the secondary emotions and how they keep people in trauma symptoms so blame shame guilt self-punishment plants the seeds for future acting out behavior and even worse it doesn't allow people to heal the underlying cause of the very behaviors we are judging once again i'm going to always present we don't heal you're not healing you're not broken as said guru says we one choose to be kind or unkind with the polyvagal theory doctor your nervous system is in a state of safety or it's not which means it's threat or life threat there is an answer to your unkindness if there's ever which is also by the way you in a 4d not a 5d and you're not in self-empowerment with enlightenment you're not healing you're unwinding and unlearning a pattern of behavior that your body your nervous system if you will learned as well as those lovely neural networks that created thoughts of why you were being in a situation so this is the self the ego mind self of a child who's growing up to become all of us have been adaptive children i am still that with my family other than that i'm pretty good at being a functional adult get me passionate and then we'll talk about it i'm still practicing that part especially when people don't leave people alone with their imperfections and flaws and keep trying to say that they should fix themselves that's really something that gets me going because i'm all about unconsciously loving who you are and loving unconditionally with the imperfections and flaws of yourself and of others ego self the personality the quirky stuff even being vulgar doesn't matter you name it as long as you respect other people's space and i mean physically as well as obviously physical involves their time is their time you leave them alone if they don't want you around to the best of your ability sometimes it's not clear we all learn that right we all can learn about that in one way shape or form so how do we instead turn this around i'm back to tara you let go of self-hatred been caught in the pain of feeling like a bad person for so long the words it's not your fault this is an example she's giving opened up to one of her patients something that's when they began to heal this beginning of healing is because they they learned they weren't at fault guys the sense of self like oh wait a minute oh i learned i'm in this for reasons so hearing that gave them some way to be in a place of understanding so they began to find underneath the anger limiting beliefs and feelings underneath the feelings they had not been respected or cared about so they felt they didn't matter to others that something was wrong with them most human beings here's the part you're not alone every single person i've ever met in my entire life so far and i know it's not all the seven billion people but plus these psychiatrists plus other people i hear all the time every person has some story where they didn't feel loved that's all of us the beauty of said guru man he said it in one of his videos he's like we're a cosmos and we come here to experience this life this energy we are together or ramdas we're an ocean and the island and any person who's enlightened at this point with the 5d you know what i'm speaking about from the warmth of your heart towards humanity there is no fear there is the understanding of what it means for a 
expansion of consciousness there is the understanding for how challenging it is for people to get out of their mental contracts to get out of thinking about heaven and hell and justifying their adaptive child child responses and justifying see the people the same people that hate themselves for having hurt people most of the people that they would go to which is very sad and i and i shouldn't say most but i have a feeling that it's actually true i'm a person who any person if they come to me i will hug them always any person doesn't matter who it is my family is quite convinced that if somebody were to hurt them that i would defend them yes i would most likely i would hold no i would hold no contempt or hate i can't hold these feel these feelings don't i can't hold any of them it makes me sad just to even think about that because once you really are aware of the fragility of every person it's just not something you can hold in your heart so this word even forgiveness nobody needs my forgiveness nobody needs any person's forgiveness if anything a person should look themselves in the mirror and remember that you don't know what a person has been through and i'm talking about their body first of all in this case so their nervous system and i've told this to more people than i can count where they're judging some person who's been through shit they have no fucking clue what they've been through and they're just making some statement and it isn't even about money it isn't about any they can be the biggest asshole ever they have no right to judge that person they don't know the asshole again is a body that is actually not in a state of unconditional love it's right here see i get passionate that (laughs) don't judge humanity people like to use you know jesus god well jesus said something very clear turn the other cheek and he also said forgive them for they do not know there is a teaching don't cast stones none of us are sin free people use these they don't actually listen to what their heart their body's saying and so they speak words and don't help themselves to achieve visibility of the eternal infinite nature we are this isn't because things work this is the functional adult full-blown in 5d with self-empowerment and enlightenment speaking not just a tad of it so once you get to that neutrality with your own self and your imperfections because you're going to be doing that always with your primary won't be to society as a whole what i just shared is not something all people who even if they are on the inner growth journey will do that's their soul age group that's their thing so again it's not a race here everybody's gonna do whatever feels natural to them but here self-hatred or any feelings of blame shame guilt these are secondary emotions and they're not evaluating the primary emotions they're not actually allowing you to grieve so you're not acknowledging the truth that you're grieving that you're sad but you are using what is a lazy form of grief the wise african tribe saying vengeance is a lazy form of grief now if you let go of self-hatred and you allow yourself to forgive yourself and you allow yourself to try to make amends you're taking steps obviously again if you know already you're not going to be embraced by the people i say if you do it you'll feel better because you've tried even if it's just a letter something you send maybe you don't want direct contact but you really don't know if a person is open to unconditional love until you try it 
I know, again, I am completely, as long as I'm not in any physical harm, I'm open to dialogue. And like I say to my family members, yes, of course I defend you, but I wouldn't judge that person. I would not not talk to a person. I would, they don't believe me. And anyways, I don't want to find myself in that situation. But the absurdities that people will present to you when you tell them you're unconditionally loving. Moving on, self-forgiveness makes us more responsible. And it is about uh, you being able to know that when we strike out at ourselves or others we are often trying to avoid our suffering we're also missing out on our healing this is tara afraid of accepting oneself because they might not improve but it is the opposite when self-forgiveness happens because it makes you more responsible it makes you able to respond wisely to your own strong emotions and to those around you it enables you to make amends when you uh, want to heal and it helps you to realize that feeling is not your fault and therefore you learn also to engage in interactions versus quick reactions because you're working with your own emotional self knowing you're aware makes you feel safer and it also allows you to trust yourself more and people around you to trust you as well even though trust is all about vulnerability not our actions but obviously if you're a person who's tended to be in some way aggressive or inconsistent people can start trusting you once you start being the type of person you know you want to be because you're allowing yourself to know that your safety behaviors they weren't working for you right and you're able to know you're also not alone every person has something some a little bit more some not secure attachment is the average but we have avoidant attachment ambivalent attachment i have a friend who's ambivalent attachment we recently saw each other she's doing way better she's definitely more aware of herself the disorganized attachment people that i have a hint of i think they're from other people third-party people they seem to be doing you know a-okay then i got some that i have no contact with and they though are part of a soul age group that is in like the extreme religious family members of my friend for example you know stuff like that so those are definitely 4d and i don't feel they'll be moving away from that anytime soon so moving back to tara how we relate to ourselves directly impacts our relationships to others to step out of the trance of unworthiness and out of the limiting beliefs that create separation from others she has these strategies that increase the ability to be more loving and intimate in your relationships to work with these deeply rooted patterns of insecurities and judgment blame and anger by developing skills that are of mindfulness self-compassion and forgiveness you allow yourself to start to be genuine in wanting to be intimate so remember the main themes of trauma those who tuned into that one channel guidance session you'll hear them again but uh, you guys here won't i don't think i said them in part one they are safety power and control trust esteem and intimacy so when you are in 4d when you are building karmic bonds or relationships instead of disengaging from that you will probably find one of these themes and or more presenting themselves challenges not forgiveness right you'll be in an energetic state that are not soothed state and this is where 
the choice is quite simple to allow unconditional love for you imperfections to be flaws to be have open conversation and move away from those things if you can and people that are no longer serving your growth you can do with jobs something very different if let's say you need to stay in your career your mindset is what accompanies your day-to-day and therefore it's always about being able to sit and stay in neutrality it is your choice how your mind evaluates an energy and a circumstance an environment that you find is in a different vibration than you when i'm engaging with 40 people they're fine if i'm engaging with an unkind person they're fine it has no effect on me their energetic spectrum has no effect on me because it's a person's body what i'm paying attention to like the psychiatrist when they're talking about control and their bodies and polyvagal theory doctor says engage with this approach so that you may know that you explaining something to this person isn't going to help them that their biological rudeness is something dr stephen porges is his name he he coined this it's when there there's no acknowledgement of the feelings that are coming out there's no sense of awareness of reciprocity there's not intentionally trying to hurt it only is coming out as a reaction that they're trying to defend this is again safety behavior the seeking meaning in our behavior and justification keeps us away from what is actually happening so the needing to remember that that's a survival mechanism is what's driving always interactions not the person wanting to be rude to you polyvagal theory shows that if you uncover and get to the neurophysiological state and you address that then there will be shift in the emerging property and you will be able to build a state that is one that becomes sociable with the person so they become sociality they become a part of what our way of calling it is humanity so you help a person to start connecting spontaneously if you allow yourself to remember that their behavior is not learned their behavior begins if it's in a safe body or an unsafe body and you therefore are respectful towards these clients towards people if you're not obviously you're not not i don't know of any of you as being consultants but when you're engaging with unkind people potentially you can learn to disengage one and remembering the biological rudeness helps those of you who must coexist in a work environment for example you already have empathy when you are allowing an individual to yell at you if you work to become a functional adult this means you're not getting upset you're not justifying the reaction you're working with your own ventral vagal state this is only going to be possible if you are a self-empowered person in 5d at the very least you see unconditional love and neutrality and are not engaged to being somebody who suppresses your opinion or emotions because at that point it's better for you to speak it out and that is where only you guys can know your beliefs very important to keep those in mind and to pay attention to your body and remember that anybody who is engaging in an unsafe body so if they're not kind and they're not calm well you got your body their body and that's going to mean if you don't have a ventral vagal state and you start getting upset 
even if you suppress it they're going to know so you might as well again start speaking in the best way possible i'm getting upset maybe it's better we talk another day for example not everybody's going to like that some people will push that i've personally done that because of not really one being aware that it was something that was wanting space and two my loved ones i'm okay with having an argument i won't be offended and i feel that it's good to talk now i do know there are people that have confrontation issues meaning they're not comfortable with that that's unfortunate because i'm not personally somebody who's formal and so i won't pick it up unless they tell me i'm uncomfortable with having confrontation most people don't say that they actually think that they're okay with confrontation so they'll say no 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 i'm fine but they'll start getting pissed or they'll start doing other things and this is where now that i know more about the nervous system i'm going to be able to in the future with people be in a circumstance of calming or disengaging personally those are not the people i want to be around because not being able to talk about things openly creates a situation for the 5d person what i mean by that is knowing that we can be vulnerable and to be building relationships the quantum relationships are built on openness this is why it's not because of a better or worse it's because obviously i'm going to have to limit myself and they're in their full expression so right here is a perfect example i have no shame guilt or blame i'm not thinking that people are better or worse acknowledging the vibration acknowledging that i'm okay with confrontation acknowledging that it can be done through open communication even getting angry it doesn't hit a person in the ego when you're empowered and making it clear has always been something i'm able to do you guys get to choose what relationships you are around for example this perfectly gives me a setting when he says the one guy karmic relationships become burdensome right and people might sometimes make it their mission that these karmic partners or things that's my mission to say people think of themselves as a little red cross saver i have many friends that are in 4d and they talk about it this way they think of souls as poor souls they're in this state so there's this idea that and that's spiritual bypassing by the way and they're not aware that they're not having to stay in those bonds this is why it becomes karmic because they'll engage in these relationships and they won't be fulfilled from the expanded version of them they're confining themselves to another vibration and they're unaware of it or if they become aware of it there's ego and that still confines because we are eternal and infinite in our nature and we're one learning to unconditionally love with imperfections and flaws means so like with my friends those who are closest we always talk about everything there is no formalities there is no cutting each other off there's open-ended consistent communication we don't talk every day we talk some of my friends i don't talk i haven't talked with one of my friends for like years one of my other friends i hadn't talked in like six years the minute they needed something for very important they reached out to me and there are yeah 
all my friends know this because all my friends we don't talk all the time we talk when we get the chance and so just to be clear it's a very unique right here that relationship those soul contracts we're drawn to each other we grow together we don't have to talk to each other all the time you know when you're hanging out with people that are not your vibe i don't do that i never did that as a teenager i didn't do it i'm definitely not doing it as an adult and if anything as an adult i'm able to do it with a much more mature personality so what that means is perhaps as a teenager at times i could think those people aren't for me because of x y and z today it's just they're not somebody that i can be myself with so obviously it's going to be limited to very few encounters if it's possible sometimes it's not possible once you acknowledge the truth about how you're feeling so you're always able to be in the emotional realm with the thoughts this is when you're accessing your prefrontal cortex so ventral vagal state is us being able to rhythmically breathe the rhythmic breathing allows us to activate our isola the gateway to compassion then down regulate the amygdala you're telling your body it's safe as you do that the temporal junction is where you relate and so that can be the hippocampus as well those tolerable memories those thoughts you're choosing neutrality 5d oneness consciousness not separateness not staying in heaven hell evil not evil you move away from that meaning i know i have opinions of evil not evil bad or good this is not the truth the truth is every person's a human being every person has trauma every person society again from micro to macro you choose neutrality that's going to expand you to enlightenment if you don't then you're going to stay in an opinion-based place which is going to keep you in a 4d because your mental construct is what takes precedence and you're going to give it some type of energetic parameter and that's what's going to play out negative positive energy we're going to get to that in a minute and why because i am looking to support you guys to get beyond that 4d spectrum sooner than later you don't have to stay there but it is about you recognizing the belief system and having it in the forefront and you it's not you remove it where you say it's true and true you allow yourself to know these are my truths these come from my background these come from my up bringing these are my chains they're, they're they can be gold i can love them but they're not the only chains here there are other belief systems there are things that go beyond it and you neutralize the fear response of your physiology or the shame guilt blame and you move to a state of prefrontal cortex which is taking in in the now because with that ventral vagal state oxytocin hormones are coming up you're safe you're not in any threat your ego's not in threat your body's not in threat your mind so the ego self mind is not in threat you're contemplating a different opinion from what you originally began life with it's only hard because people are thinking this means denying one's truth you're not denying anything you're expanding your consciousness two different things staying stuck in 4d is not going to expand you you're going to build karmic relationships you're going to stay in other soul age groups this is not good or bad your life's going to weigh down a little bit more because your emotions are not in your peripheral view you are not learning to acknowledge the truth so when suffering comes about to work yourself through it tara breach she gives three tips to people how to work with themselves okay observing your thoughts simply witnessing them 
to mindfully contacting feelings and allowing them to be just as they are pay attention to under the judgments the feelings in the body feelings up and down they are part of us not the whole of who you are name the feelings that are arising because the brain science says what it says that when we put a label on something it activates the left frontal cortex and that lessens the power of the limbic system which is the side of our emotions when the karmic lady alchemist talking about karma says addictions are stronger for karmic it's not true that they're stronger it's that your limbic system is what's taking place you're ignoring to have an honest confrontation with yourself so naming the emotion i'm getting upset i'm getting angry then having a way to walk yourself through it versus justify it or reacting to it is what's going to get you to the next place when we talk about the prefrontal cortex and the other doctor who says the same thing about brain science so naming labeling you don't just name it i'm afraid and sit there no you you name it and you then keep walking yourself through that otherwise you you didn't do anything because you want to unwind the pattern so you must use neutrality that's why tone's important if you're pissed off it's not the tone you need when i get passionate i've shown you more than once and i keep showing you how i redirect that tone to something that is then going to allow me to be more empowering and uh, um, expansive versus start to simply get passionate and yes i share feeling with you but the thought is very specifically honed in on on one station even if it's a 5d it's still from the ego self it's still from the personality still part of the opinion i hold on how something can go down okay and that's very important to always remember nobody's going to ever not be their personality as well like eckhart tolle says when the guru in the mountain you know i don't have a preference where to live but you did pick a place so you acknowledging you're going to have always that personality with neutrality something really awesome and the part that you are not alone every person feels alone just keep these things in mind so acknowledging the truth nope not there yet the limbic system when you name and label something it activates the left frontal cortex and that lessens the power of the limbic system which is the side of our emotions this happens through a top-down feedback system and it works like this the part of the brain responsible for reasoning and perspective can inform the limbic system of what emotions are needed and appropriate when the frontal cortex gets activated it lessens the potential for emotions to take over and possess us and in this sense we become more like the ocean more room for the waves let them move through you when the waves and then our own inner conflict poisons our relationships with others the feelings come and go like waves when you acknowledge this truth that this is suffering the depth of grief ouch this hurts how much pain we're living with and have been suffering when we acknowledge all of this suffering that's when you set the grounds for genuine compassion the gesture of kindness is number three awakened core capacity and really understanding this is suffering hurting directly allows you to feel caring towards yourself so put your hand on your heart if you want and share caring words with yourself that wounded part this takes as she mentions intentional training otherwise you won't shift 
from being somebody who judges yourself to being somebody who is instead able to be open with tenderness of the heart you move from the harsh judge in the mind to the open tenderness of the heart now we also have jennifer sweeten psychology doctorate when she talks about the main themes of trauma according to the cognitive processing therapy they lay out one safety two power and control three trust four esteem five intimacy people who have safety behaviors without acknowledging these aspects will most likely find themselves with things that work and things that don't right and when we then have blame for ourselves, this doesn't help a person to actually achieve self-love acceptance forgiveness and then choose something different what it does is allow a person to feel they're in control feeling in control is something that you rationally know doesn't make sense so some people they know it's not their fault but they'll choose to stay in regret and blame and shame and guilt because this is where it's like i can take this stance the brain's in that stance because it's prioritizing survival and so this is a way that they can control what's happening if it's my fault then i can control it i can make sure it doesn't happen again this is all when we were children thinking a parent could get angry because we did something these are the default networks that people don't take seriously because they are under the misconception that we have learned behavior versus knowing that beneath the behavior is always a nervous system it either feels safe and when you're not kind or calm it's not safe period the primary secondary emotions we read about this primary are when they happen in the moment so if you get angry because somebody cut you off it's a primary emotion if you then after that start ruminating and you just keep thinking what assholes all these people are that cut me off that's no longer primary emotion now you're holding on to that and you're revisiting it over and over and over again creating an opinion about it that in fact is probably very 4d and it's affecting you and meaning you concretize the assumption every person who cuts me off is an asshole that's a cliche sentence not to mention you accompany that anger is no longer a primary emotion again it's you making a solid judgment and allowing yourself to be in that feeling over and over and over again that vengeance is the lazy form of grief in this case that feeling in that moment it's not the instant because you got scared and you're like oh shit i need to make sure i don't hit that guy the minute you're always in that state and i'm using something simple because people have all these behaviors that's a silly one i'm sure you can spot the ones that are recurring in your life and that have an impact on your social relationships where you behave in a way that you actually feel you know that is childish that is emotionally reactive and and again don't fault yourself please please hear when we talk about these topics is very important otherwise you're not taking away the nervous system piece of it and this is very important i only add the spirituality so that we can allow those who are in these 4d stations to get out of that because being in a 5d station is very nice to be able and be in the eternal and infinite connection with consciousness and your expansion is something truly truly a journey that will keep growing and growing and growing 
and leads you to becoming an awesome transformational leader of your primary nuclei and then if you do expand it to more and more okay so what else was there here here's the part that i want to read they okay so the minute you're in self-blame it's your brain taking a stance because it's prioritizing your survival and saying it's your fault is something easier the problem with that is that we know she says that blame shame and guilt are secondary emotions they keep you stuck in trauma symptoms and this is where she says something for example a sadness that's a primary emotion because it comes and then we go through it moves along naturally while when we are blaming ourselves for something we are actually more likely to ruminate on it and to get stuck on it and then that self-blame which is really just an attempt for you to control the situation hinders the progress of you treating the ptsd she's talking about the ptsd but this is where this hinders the progress of you being able to move into a state of self-compassion of safety of ease and really impact your relationships as well the same way tara points out and she goes on to say because this uh, whole series in the eight weeks i'm learning about control so she says this is always jennifer control as an energy can be transferred because we know that energy doesn't destroy it's transformable and here's where i'm actually going to do a part three at this point i'm going to leave you with this one so that we can focus on the negative positive and those very important topics because they really are more about that topic in and of itself but i'll tie back to the part of you're not alone that way we can explore the fact that more than one person that i know actually has belief systems that still navigate the 4d realm and every day i do my best to share with them the energetic spectrum so what i ended up finding from Sadhguru is fascinating plus sharing my own experiences and then tying a little bit of that uh black magic white magic but we will be talking about one magic just anybody who might not tune in it doesn't exist it's a trick right it's entertainment magic as kurt points out is simply something science has yet found a way to explain it and it isn't because i'm not somebody who's a believer i have experiences that are amazingly made you know otherwise i wouldn't have channeled guidance sessions you know this but i can say magic i love using the word but it isn't magic it's just something that has not been thoroughly explored and explained yet there is a reason and an answer for anything and everything and it will always lead me back to the one thing that we know we are we are one energy and that one ocean with all the islands is purposefully done we are eternal and infinite and it is the essence of life that we are so when you can let me go grab my lovely little i want to read to you the one quote and then i will move on to part three that i have written why are you not here well one that's lovely said guru success is not about getting something success is when life within you is happening in a wonderful way and so that's that one and the other quote is not there it's in this phone right here (laughs) i have three phones guys at this point in my life i have three but i don't use the other ones for much 
so when you are connected to the continuity of life nothing ever really ends we are energy and it is most amazing the fact that we are dimensions as the alchemist lady points out and when we interact with each other that we're able to always 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 grow all of us together and separately those who don't allow us to love them from nearby luckily for us we can love them from afar and know that we're actually creating something positive because unconditional love is not about imposing this is where if i love you i want you to do what brings joy to you that is what love is is to know that all the people that we have out there can use like light workers 5d initial for you it's about you hoping always that every person doesn't ever feel they're alone and that they're happily enjoying whatever soul age group they're in whatever dimension they choose to stick to they're hopefully blissed out of life right and from afar we can love them as well so for anybody who may not tune in it was nice having you for those of you who tune back in we'll have part three tomorrow i look forward to having you guys back Thank you.